Yo, what's up, guys? It's uh, Brendan Sick, and welcome to episode two of Creative Living. And I'm with my homie, the boy, Ken Lamas. And Ken is actually um, like a, a longtime friend of mine. I've known him for five years, and he's he's a self-starter, a business coach, and he's really talented um, at making money online. And um, how old are you, Ken? Uh, 23 now. So, so Ken is 23, about to be 24 and making six figures. And he started out in cryptocurrency and he taught people how to invest in, in a rapidly growing market. And he's made tons of money there as a very young man. But with some failures there, he actually found himself in a little, in a little well of debt, um, unfortunately. And his family was doubting him and he was thinking about you know, is this right for me? Like, what should I do? Should I go back to school? Should I get a job? And he just felt that that life wasn't for him. And he just, you know, decided to create an online business. And that online business is social media marketing. So Ken actually owns his own social media marketing agency that helps real estate firms. And he now coaches over 100 students with his agency mastermind group, um, where he teaches his students how to make five to $10,000 a month. And not only is Ken a business shark, he is also a lover of music festivals, which I can really get behind. And uh, he, he's a huge fan of EDM music and just having a positive vibe. Um, and uh, he's Jax, and we know each other through the self-development world, uh, just you know, becoming more authentic. And when I met Ken, he was really showing me what was possible and that I could be more uh, than I knew. So Girl, ladies and gentlemen, it, Ken Lamas. What is going on? Uh, first of all, dude, that, that was a really good intro, man. Like, uh, it sounds like you're, this is like your hundredth podcast, even though it's just an episode. So dude, this like my first interview, I'm like, you already got a good start to this. Um, but yeah, what's going on guys? Uh, I mean, Brandon pretty much made the intro for me. So, yeah. you know, with that said, man, like, let's I'm get into happy, it. Bro. I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. Awesome, man. Looking fresh, bro. So what? motivated you okay this is actually a question that i got yeah. from my followers and they asked what motivated you to run a brand and a business um so are we talking about my first business or brand or just kind of like what i do now because i've um, had multiple brands and businesses you could share your story or like the key insights that got you like the key moments those mm -hmm. like x factor moments that was like this is why yeah. So I guess for me, it's like, uh, I remember reading this book and it, this was like before I started my very first business, which was about, um, cryptocurrency. Right. Yeah. And I remember reading, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's book. It's called crush it. Right. Right. And he talks to me about the book basically tells you all there is about social media. Um, so that was kind of a good start to, you know, like opening my eyes into like another world within mm -hmm. like our phones and our computer. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it kind of opened my eyes that, Dude, I could I could build a business. I could build build a life into this rather than being a consumer. Right? I could be a creator. I could produce things. I could make things rather than consume things that which ninety nine point nine percent of people do. Mm -hmm. And you know, from then on, that's like literally right after that book, I made my first YouTube video, and it was about things that I talked about things that I knew about, right? Which was cryptocurrency because I I was already learning things about that. I was already obsessed with it. I was already reading articles every day, reading books every day about around it. Yeah. So you know what? I, I just go ahead, I went ahead, turn on my webcam, turn on my webcam. Um, I use Camtasia to record my screen and just started talking what I know. And that was it. And 
you know, I, I got pretty lucky with that brand because uh, that was like the height of the cryptocurrency market, right? So, so Bitcoin was, was like the number one thing most talked about on Google. Uh-huh. So I kind of, I guess like I, I, I unintentionally hopped into that scene and I, I, didn't even, I didn't even know that people were talking about Bitcoin all the time. I just, I just loved doing the research and, and loved looking at, the, uh, looking at the charts, trading stuff. So, you know, I, I just talked about what I knew. And then, you know, yeah. fast forward, I, I, I grew from zero to 100 subscribers, 100 to 1,000, and 1,000 to 10,000. 10, and that happened really within a, a short period of about four to five months. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and so on. So that, so that was about my business for about, you know, six months to a year. Right, just making videos, and I, I basically built a brand around that in terms of like, uh, so so basically people were coming up to me in terms of like, yo Ken, like, yeah, I like mm-hmm. what you, I like that you talk about these these projects. I like I like that you talk about these these trade like these trading tips. So these older people were coming up to me. They were like doctors. Some of yeah, them were yeah. business owners, and they were like, yo man, like you were your calls were right. Uh, you know, I invested a few hundred dollars, now it's a couple thousand dollars. Wow. How about this? I'll give you a, I'll give you some, I'll give you like some of my, you know, my income and how about you take care of that? And you know, I'll give you some of the profit. So essentially I started a little hedge fund, right? Oh, wow. Okay. And that was on, that was very unplanned. People would just yeah, come yeah, yeah. Just the very fact of me just sharing what I knew. And obviously I was very passionate on when I talked in front of the right. camera, people just came to me naturally. So you knew like, like what, like you knew that, what you were talking about was going to resonate with people because you were just so passionate about it. And as you were talking about it, you were seeing all these doors just fly Absolutely. Open. And, and it's, that's how you know. And it's like, one of those things where they say, if you follow your passion, things will come into place. And for me, I guess it was my passion back then because I, I actually loved it. I love talking about it. Every day I wake up, I would just research around it. I would, invest my money into the market. I, would, I love making videos as well. Yeah. And people were just drawn into that. People were drawn into my energy. Amazing. And if you, and, and I guess I've taken that mentality mm-hmm. along with like my other brands and my brand right, that I have right now. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. the thing is like, it's like, I, I don't know if I lost a passion in that industry. Maybe I did. That's why I don't do it anymore. Uh-huh. But I think the more you try different things out, the more you're going to see different passions like start to emerge mm. and, and some, and there's going to be some passions that are going to die down and that's absolutely normal. You know, maybe when you were a kid, you loved playing in the playground, but now you probably don't like it as much, but maybe when you, when you go back, go back to the playground, it's going to remind you all the nostalgic, uh, you know, effects like, Oh man, I missed this. All, all this. Like maybe the, maybe you used to play a sport when you were a kid and now you don't do it anymore. Maybe, maybe cause you lost passion in it. And then maybe one day you hop back into, into it and you're like, oh man, I missed this. So it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're very like unfiltered when we're young and like that's a yeah. good like um, data to, Absolutely. To, to know. So when you were getting into all of this, the, you know, the business and the branding and putting yourself out there, how was that with your family? Um, so they didn't like it at first, no. you know, but you know, I made it really clear to them, like, Hey, listen, like, this is what I want to do. I do not want to go back to school. Right. They were unhappy because, you know, being an immigrant coming yeah. from immigrant parents, they yeah. wanted me to graduate. They wanted me to become, mm-hmm. become a nurse, right. but it was like halfway through college. And I, I really just started growing into myself in terms of like, 
I started having more thoughts and, and, and taking more action based on what I wanted and what would make me happy. Yeah. So for me, it was more like, I'm willing to just, you know, for me, it was like, I'm okay with them being upset with me in the short term because in the long term, they'll be very proud of me. Right. Right. And I think this, this is a great like dovetail into um, the pressing need of approval, mm-hmm. uh, the addiction of approval. And um, it sounded like you just were just like, okay with the discomfort that you felt. So I mean, not is easy, there any man. other, yeah, it's definitely not easy, but what, what are some like um, things that you notice that help you with that need of approval and how to like, you know, just be like doing your own thing over, like even through that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it really stems from like, you know, I'm an only child. Yeah. So I never really had anybody to, you know, teach me anything. I never really had anybody mm-hmm. to look up to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from the time I was young, I, I kind of just figure out things by myself. And this is why, this is why self-education is, is super key. And being an only child that I was pretty much my entire life, I kind of just self-educated myself on, on certain aspects of personal development and business and all that. While some people, they need, they need a teacher or they need, um, you know, they, they really need to go to school because they need to be educated by somebody else. But I think, yeah. you could, I, I think there's, a lo- there's a lot of ways you could teach yourself, whether it's just reading a book, whether it's buying a course and teaching yourself, whether it's getting a mentor. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like teaching yourself as well. And the, the biggest teachers were, like, were just like failures, you know? It's like, those are those are the greatest teachers because you you just learn from those. Absolutely, um, yeah. and I, what like something that I really appreciate about my own like self study and stuff like that is that it's completely personalized. I yeah. don't have to go through the fluff if I sniff it out, and I don't. You know, it's not good to do fluffy things when you're, um, you know, you're trying to learn the best. Um, and so yeah, like I think I think having your own personalized like self-study course for yourself is probably one of the most enriching things you can do. And sure you can supplement with college, but I think that actually precedes um all of it. And in yoga, we that's actually one of the like tenets of like the philosophy is self-study. Yeah. And knowing thyself, right? It's like a very um ancient wisdom. Um and just curious like what was your first serious purchase that you used with your money in in wh- like which part of my life like when you got and you're like i just i got money what was your first like wow this is a big purchase right right so uh yeah actually with crypto because I, I made a i made a you know quite a lot of money with cryptocurrency uh my big purchase and really my only purchase was my computer Okay. Yeah. So I spent about four grand on oh. a desktop PC because I'm always into that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really it. Yeah. yeah. Like that, that was like, I'm not a very materialistic person. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not into like the yeah. Gucci things. I'm not into like, right. you know, I'm not into like all that brand, brand stuff. Like the only brand mm-hmm. I, I really believe in is myself, my, my own brand. But like, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I'm not into that. The only things that I really spend a lot of money on is like my computer. Like that, that's what I'm into. Yeah. And for some people, it's like, maybe it's clothes, maybe it's cars, maybe it's I don't, like gold jewelry, who knows? Yeah. But for me, it, it, like for me, it's like, you know, it's like, it's, it's like for me, I love spending more money in experience. For sure. Whether it's like, uh, maybe it's traveling in terms of, maybe yeah. it's like, you know, maybe it's getting a, a ticket to a, fe- a music festival. Mm-hmm. That's what I love. 
Cause like those will never go away. Like, like I buy, when I buy something Uh like cool, like you're going to get that high for a little bit, but then it's going to go away and experiences will will last forever. And what those people actually wanted when they bought those things was the feeling. It wasn't even the material thing in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. We all buy things because of feelings. Exactly. But it's just like, you know, like for me, it's like I bought a lot of dumb things in the past that I regretted and it was like, okay, cool. That was cool for a few seconds, but you know, now that money's gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And opportunity costs what you could have got. Yeah, absolutely. With with that money. Um, Stemming into your students, like what have you seen like consistently where uh, your top students have had rapid and fulfilling results? Is it like the long-term vision? Is it the all or nothing mentality or do they make habits? What are some of those like traits? What's I think the trait? best part about my students seeing success is the fact that it's like a, an entire reality shift for them. Like some of them like literally dropped out of school. Some of them quit their jobs that they hated for so long. Yeah. And now they're living in this reality where they can make money online. They're making money online. And exactly. now they're just doing whatever they want. Right. I remember, I remember one of my students, like he, he recently hit like, I think five thousand uh, dollars, uh, four or $5,000 dollars per month. Uh-huh. And uh, he was so happy. Like he, he, he added me into his close friends list on Instagram and I saw a story. He was just like, he was just enjoying drink, drinking a beer with his girlfriend. And he just wow. said like, Oh man, like, uh, like this is the, one of the happiest moments of my life. Like, like it's just all up uphill from there. Wow. And, um, you know, that's why I do this shit. It's like, I don't, I don't yeah, care yeah. if like they make a lot of money. It's like the fact that of the, of what they do with what they can do with that money. They're like in a the, place. the the possibilities of what they can do with that because it's to me like it's it's just a tool, man. It's just a tool to get you to from point A to point B and whatever you want in terms of like maybe you're maybe you just want to have more free time, maybe mm-hmm. you want to go travel more, maybe yeah. you just don't want to be stuck in a dead end job, and and that's like that's really powerful to to just have that new reality. That's amazing, man. I could I could feel that. I could actually see yeah. your student like chilling on a beanbag or something it's just like yo Mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah it's major it's major and like when other people see that that must get them riled up oh yeah absolutely hey would you like to have an unforgettable experience for your next event inspire and enlighten your audience effortlessly attract the relationship opportunities you want well i like to introduce the idea of a keynote concert to you so I'm a keynote speaker who plays music and plays saxophone. So a keynote concert is not like any other boring keynote you've ever seen. This is actually a keynote where I'll share stories and enlightening insights coupled with music. You're going to see your audience standing up out of their chairs, dancing around, inspired and full of life. And what that means is you're gonna you're gonna have people saying thank you and you're probably gonna be making more sales because people are more inspired so if you like to learn more about a keynote concert and just have a call with me and just to see what that kind of looks like if you're you know an event planner um, for an, any association nonprofit companies colleges seminars conferences um, I'm all about it you can reach me at brendansick.com slash keynote dash speaker that's b-r-e-n-d-a-n-s-i-c-k 
dot com slash k e y n o t e dash or hyphen speaker s p a k e r. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. So um, I'm gonna. So that was kind of general, and now like I want to talk about like my own personal experience as Brendan Sig and what I've done. And, um, so I find myself like I've worked on a lot of businesses, like selling beats, um, mixing and mastering music, helping yoga teachers out with, um, uh, Facebook ads. And now I'm helping, uh, wedding couples to have like magical experiences with custom love songs. And I find myself like, yo, I'm trying so many things. And I like every single time when I approach these businesses, I wanted to make it happen. And, I also was very impatient starting it, but I noticed, yo, I was like being hard on myself and I'm impatient to get results. Like I, and, and when I'm excited about the thing, I become like so obsessed about it that I burn myself out and I uh, find myself like tired and, and attacked with self doubt. Um, and I keep finding myself in that like pattern. And I was wondering like, what, what way uh, can I make a successful business while loving myself in the process? So I think everyone goes at it very differently. Um, and the thing about running a business is you are going to have moments where you are going to doubt yourself. And I think doubting yourself is like a good indication that you are on the right path. Cause I remember mm-hmm. I, I, like, I, I think like, you know, I think when you start doubting yourself in, 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 in this thing that you're trying to achieve, mm-hmm. I think that's when you actually really take it seriously. You know, it's like, it's like for me, it's like on, on my way to, my, to, to the six-figure per year mark with my agency, mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of doubts. But at the same time, it was like, I just thought of those doubts as like, okay, this is just a, this is just a test to how bad I want this thing. Mm. And I've seen it before with, with other people as well, like in uh who, who are, uh, who are trying to be a nurse or a doctor, like yeah. some of my friends mm-hmm. and along the way they were doubting themselves. Right. Right. But they still made it happen. And you know, y- you look also at the interviews of like really successful people. Mm-hmm. They've all had, they all had doubts. They all have their moments where like they felt like giving up. Yeah. And with anything, it's like, it's just a test to see how, how bad you, you really want to achieve that certain goal or get to that certain uh, success because otherwise everybody would, would do it. Everybody would, right. it, it would come easy for everybody. Yeah. And like, what's the fun in that? And um, with entrepreneurship, it's like, it's a never ending self-improvement journey because yeah. it really exposes parts of you where you are like parts of you that maybe you should work on more. And yeah, it yeah. also exposes your strengths. Right. It also exposes like, like holes in your, in your emotion. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's something like, okay, instead of, instead of just going forward in your business, maybe you need to work on this aspect first. And then now you can move forward. Maybe it's cause sometimes it, for me, it's just like st- doing one step back. Yeah. And then after that, I'm two steps forward again, two steps forward again. Interesting. Interesting. I actually noticed, um, 
after watching one of one of uh, one of Ken's mentors, Alex Becker, and he talked about like your personal life and your business are exact reflections of each other. And when I was starting my own business, I was a little like sloppy and I noticed that my room felt a little sloppy. So I actually did the Marie Kondo method and I cleaned it all up, discarded a lot of things and it created a lot more space and like a lot more air and breathing. And I noticed like it had a direct positive effect. So yeah, having a solid personal life um, is direct, going to be directly reflected to your business. Oh yeah, no doubt. Like if you know, if 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 your room is is a mess, if your office space is a mess, your focus is going to be a mess, right? You know, it has a direct correlation with. I mean, the people you hang out with as well, like your environment. That that's really big. And if you really want to change things about yourself fast, just change your environment. Mm. It's literally a, a quick a quick fix. That's it. For sure. Yo, so for for someone like me who like appeals to a lot of different people, like I, I really appeal to like musicians, rappers, um, saxophonists, also spirituality and self-help. Um, and I, I find myself appealing to all these people. What are some questions I can ask like myself to gain clarity of like where I ought to devote my energy of like, okay, like who am I going to help? And first, like, cause there's all these different things I could do. I could like, you know, help artists make dope ass fucking songs with, with beats and stuff. I could, uh, make custom songs. I could do keynote concerts, like for companies and just be like in an entertainer. Um, there's all these different things I can do. Um, what are like some questions like that can gain clarity of where I ought to prioritize? Absolutely. So you really have to ask yourself, like, you know, what, what is the short, what is your short-term goal? And then what is your long-term goal? All right. So my short term yeah. is I want to make like a couple grand a month off my business and long-term headline festivals. Um, and I mean like off my business, but like doing what I love, which is like doing stuff online and, and music. Um, also like sharing myself as a brand, like, you know, just sharing myself. I love doing those things. So music and doing myself and, um, and making like a sustainable income from that. Yeah. And the reason why you have to ask yourself that is because like, I mean, for me, it's like, there was a reason why I went from business to business to business to business and it didn't work out. Yeah. Long term, if I stuck with those, any of those businesses, I still would have made money. Yeah. But the short term, it's like, in terms of like the short term, Uh I guess what I wanted was like a result. Mm -hmm. Right. And I guess, and it's just from my personal opinion. It's like, you know, I was, I was definitely seeing results with those businesses, but at the same time, I didn't like, I didn't like, it didn't, I didn't feel, it didn't feel right for me, okay. but I didn't, I didn't, I would never knew that. I never would have known that unless I tried it. Yes. So like, you know, people will have different ideas on things mm-hmm. that they should do, like different businesses on, on, yeah. on th- what, which businesses they should start with. Mm-hmm. I really think you should just start because yeah. You never know which business will work for you. You never know which business will click for you. And the one, the, the business or, or the idea that clicks for you, it, you'll, be a, you'll be shocked at how fast the results will come. Really? Okay. Yeah, because with my agency, it, it took me less than a month to get to the six-figure pre-year mark. Wow. Yeah, and with those other businesses, you know, I was making money here and there, but 
it, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't feel, I didn't, I didn't feel that click, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, and it's, mm-hmm. it's for, it's the same thing for everybody. I think mm-hmm. once you get in the right thing, you'll, you'll start feeling that click. Ah, yes. It's, it's, it's interesting. I actually, I was feeling that click when I was working on my new like custom love song business, like all the way through. I'm like, yo, I love just reaching out and looking at these people's websites. They're like beautiful wedding, like love and it's all that stuff. Yeah. And then today I log in and I'm like, all of a sudden I feel like just doing beats. <laughs> yeah. And, and like that feels true to me. And um, yeah, I, I, so just coming back, back into what, what feels like it's clicking and and what like how like the world is opening the doors and uh, what what speed like so that's kind of like what helps you determine yeah and, and if, if multiple things click yeah i mean right now i mean it's like if, if you have all the time in the world i mean why not just do it mm-hmm. you know because because like if you do if, if let's say you're into like four other things yeah and you do and you kind of divide your time into those four other things mm-hmm like you do that for about three months, you'll kind of see like, you know, where you're going to stick with the most. Yeah, I see. I see. And now, you know, you know, like later on now, yeah. you know, you'll know. Dope. This is actually like, I could feel it like something's changing in my own, like in my own self right now. Yeah. That's sick. Um, how do you like really resonate with your ideal client? Like I noticed like when I approach these wedding planners, like they're like, I don't think my like wedding people need this. And some of them are like, Ooh, it's kind of a cool idea, but how can I get that? Like, yo, this, like this, like resonating with it. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about your clients wanting to work with you? Yeah. So a big part of your clients actually want to work with you is number one, there's, there's gotta be trust and credibility, right? They have to trust that you can actually do something for them. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and if you can't so show some type of trust, then you're going to, you're going to have to demonstrate it in some sort of, uh, in, sort of in some sort of free value. So give them value yeah. for free. Right. Yeah. Um, and this is why a brand, your personal brand is, is extremely important. Because yeah. this is where you're going to gather trust, right? I see. With your personal brand, you're going to attract the right people to you instead of you going up to people. Mm. And there is this phrase, and I, I didn't make this up. And then like, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a phrase called, once you build an audience of about a thousand people, uh, like true fans, they call it true fans, you'll never have to worry about money again. Because with those 1,000 true fans, you can sell them whatever you need to sell them. That would, obviously, that would help them. And then they would fund your life. They would fund whatever you want to do in life. It's dope. That's why it's so important to build a personal brand and always give value for free. Like in terms of like yeah. content. Right. Right. Um, it's good stuff. And, and, and really, it's all, it's all about like number one is a trust. And a number two is just coming out with a, with a really irresistible offer mm. that would help them, that they need, that, that relates to them. Mm-hmm. So instead of just saying, hey, I'll, I'll do your Facebook ads, cool, like everybody else is saying that, but what can you add to do that? How about I do your Facebook ads and your social media management? Mm. Cool. How about this? How about I do your Facebook ads, social media management, and I'll go ahead and, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and take pictures of, of your guys' uh, you know, events mm-hmm. and, you know, grow your page. 
Awesome. How about I do Facebook ads, social media management. I'll take pictures and I'll do something else. So you're just stacking. You're just stacking value after value after value until it essentially becomes irresistible enough where they say, oh man, this deal is too good to pass up. Gotcha. gotcha. And, and they trust you. So yeah, those elements together, you got yourself a client. Dope. And I've heard like so many people say like, yo, like these, I was at this like booth one time and all these people came rushing to this other guy next to me. And it was because they, he posted videos every, like all the time. And they just like really resonate with this guy or something. And they just like, yo, I see him like just every day, I guess. And it's like, like when people have like tons of impressions of you, it's actually what builds up the trust for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. Like people, people will follow me randomly or they'll buy or they'll, they'll buy into my mentorship because of the fact that they're related to some aspect of my story, which yeah. is I've, I've seen commonly it's like me being an immigrant uh-huh. and they resonate with that. For sure. For sure. Like my story, like came, coming to the United States and all of that. Definitely. And I'm sure that story developed as you developed your brand. Like you knew like, Oh, I should talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and um, you'll definitely see which, which aspect of your, of your life, which stories of your life will actually let, will, will make people gravitate towards you. Mm. And I think once you find those few stories, you could literally keep repeating over and over and over again. And that's really where, where you're going to start attracting more and more and more people into you, into you. Interesting. You're interesting. But first you need, you need to tell different stories. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, there's a lot, there's a lot of stories to work with when, when you actually look. Yeah. And, and, and for anybody that says, oh man, I don't have any interesting stories. Yes, you do. Like anybody does. And there, honestly, there's, a story sometimes- as to how, there's a story as to how you started listening to this podcast. There's yeah. a story as to how, why you started getting into self improvement. There's a story as to why you lost 50 pounds, right? There's a story with everything. And if you don't share that, you're not, you're not letting the people that are more likely coming to you, you're, you're, not, you're not letting them see you for who you are. For real, bro. And, and, and like, when, when honestly, like, I feel like the more ordinary the story, it's actually more relatable. Like, when I talk about, like, some of my greatest moments of my life, and it's like, yo, I did a 10-day Vipassana where I meditate for 10 hours a day, it's, like, not relatable like for a lot of people, but it's a cool to hear about. But when it's like ordinary and every day, like, you know, you being an immigrant, um, I think that actually resonates more. So yeah, everyone's got a resonant story within them because it's uh, everyone's unique. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at your friends, the friends that you have now, they're sticking with you. I mean, assuming that they're, you know, they're, they're your real friends, but they're with you because they connect with you based on your stories, based on your experiences. Right. Maybe, maybe they like, maybe you guys have something big in common or maybe you guys were, were open to each other about aspects of your lives. Therefore there's a stronger connection. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All of it. So Ken, um, as someone who invests in himself, um, and as someone who I invest in myself a ton, I, I know that like majority of people, 
If you're listening to this, you probably got to invest more in yourself. You got to buy those courses. You got to buy those books, those audibles. You got to spend the time with the people who are doing what you want to do or spend the money to get with those people who are doing what you want to do. Um, but for someone like me who invests in like business, artistry, spirituality, um, in my own personal experience, like I found myself going broke. Like I have a, an experience where I was out on my own and mm. I went out to seminar and, and I got a little too many upgrades <laughs> and I actually went back, didn't have enough money for rent and booted. And right. I was like, yo, it felt so good. And I got a major, like major takeaways from it. And in a sense it was worth it, but I'm not trying to fly my plane of a life investing myself and burning like i don't want to fly like that you know what i mean so um i got a like and i uh, a mentorship with julian that i would like i'm thinking about starting with and it's going to take a couple racks and i'm also like thinking about moving out and um having financial security for myself for when i get my own spot and uh, i was curious like how like for someone who already obsessively invests in himself like is is it better to have that cushion of income or just to continue to invest in yourself even though it's it's a little shaky so yeah there, there's there's really two sides of this right because because the investments i make on myself on myself i always ask like am i gonna make a 2x return on this in the next few months and like when it comes to investments i think short term and long term okay but most of the time like you know, uh, at this, at this stage, my, my number one priority, especially like in business is that I make sure that my investments will generate me a two X ROI. For example, like, uh, I invest, if I invest in a Facebook ads course, yeah. great, because I know that I just need to tweak my Facebook ads a little bit more. So then I could get more clients. I could get more customers mm-hmm. instead of investing in so, in something like, like, like here's something that I've, I've, I've always wanted to invest in. I, I've always wanted to invest in singing lessons, right? Yeah. Sure. That's, that's investing that's in myself. That's investing in myself. Yeah. But that's not really going to get me an ROI in terms of what I'm trying to do in the next couple months to a year. Mm. Sure. That might, that, that may be benefit, that may benefit me five years from now when I sing at some ceremony or, or my friend's ceremony or whatever, but uh-huh. not right now. Oh, right? so you would actually want to sing. I, I think like oh. for someone like you who speaks, it would be like, it would help to open up your like resonating. It's just like a side hobby, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you got to have your main in investment into yourself that gets you an ROI. Okay. And then you have to have a side investment in yourself that gets you ROI, but in the long term, like you can't, like with that side investment, like you can't really expect anything. Like, cool. It's just there to help to self-improve you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, Self-improvement can't pay the, pay the bills. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you, if you want to close more deals, uh-huh. if you want to make more money, yep. then maybe investing in like, you know, maybe investing in like a yoga class isn't the best for that. But maybe investing in a sales course probably is. Ah, I see. So it's like, it's like you got to put, you got to put, you got to put ahead, like you, you got to really think about your short term and your long term. But if you, of course, if you have the money, you have the capital, invest in whatever you want. But at the, at the same time, it's like the the thing, like those courses, like you you have to take action. That's the most important thing. Yeah. With those investments, because you can just watch a course and you watch it and like not do anything with it. Like you just wasted all that money and that time watching it and learning. Yeah. It. In fact, I've actually I'm I still have like a 
like a lot of courses that right. I'm like still. And, and here's the statistics of people that buy online courses. 70% of them will never open the course. 70% of people that buy online courses never open the course. That's really a lot of percent, bro. Or they'll <laughs> maybe they'll open one module and that's it. Yeah. Wow. That's way higher than I ever thought, honestly. Yeah, it's extremely high. Because people buy courses, they, they buy mentorships because they think that it's, it's just this, uh, because of the feeling, you know, with anything you buy, it's like this feeling that you get. Yeah. Like when you buy a course, you're probably thinking about the future, the right. future you. That's, that's what you're thinking about. Yep. You're not thinking about what's inside the course. You're not thinking about really what the work that's, that, 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 puts, that you have to put into it. Uh -huh. You're thinking about you one year from now mm. or a month from now. Mm. Definitely. So perhaps those self-improvement ones, like even though like it does deals with your personal life and could have a reflection of your business, it is actually some like, you know, it, it, it could be something a like, it, it just depends on what you're really trying to go for first. And if it's this case, you're trying to make money, um, you know, investing in, in a, like a course about, about business or a sales course, um, is probably one of the, the, the better, better choices. Uh, for yeah. Now. Just figure, figure out a single goal first that you're trying to get yep. soon. Yeah. And then invest around that. Got that it. would, that would, that, that one that would get you closest to that goal. Got it. Sick. Yeah, man. Um, I'm that's, that's a, that's about it on, on all the things that I want to talk about. You know, we talked about investing in yourself. Um, you know, and figuring out like who you, you want to work with and how to structure your brand and, and dealing with, um, dealing with doubt, approval, all those things and how you can truly come out, um, authentic. And especially if you're listening to this in quarantine with all, with all your time and how you can best utilize it, um, with, with some of the thoughts of, of someone who's very, very successful for a young age, what he does. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, man. I wouldn't say I'm very successful. Like I still have a lot to learn. I really actually consider myself still like a beginner. And I, that's just my perspective. But obviously yeah, for, for, for a person who, who, who doesn't do what I do, it's like, cool. Like I see, I'm seeing all the success, success, but like, I guess for me, I'm still, I'm just getting started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bro. Like I still have a lot to learn. I still, I still fuck up. Uh -huh. I still, I still, I still make the wrong moves. I still lose a bunch of money, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm continuously just trying to grow and improve myself and, and my business. Definitely. Actually, this takes me back to when I did Taekwondo, uh, martial art. And, um, when I got my black belt, the, the teacher was like, what do you guys think this is when you get your black belt? Do you think you're beginning, you're in the middle or you're at the end? And I was like, I think the middle. <laughs> Cause there's still some more ahead of me and I just passed up a lot. And he's like, nah, bro, it's the beginning mm -hmm. where it all begins now. And it's honestly not even until you reach like a couple of years into a black boat when you actually start like, yo, this like is it in your body now. And, and you know what kind of scares me sometimes? It's like the fact that, you know, it's like my initial goal with the social media marketing was to, was really to make $3,000 per month. And I yeah. thought I was going to be happy. 
Uh-huh. But after I, I, I got that, I was like, dude, I want more. I want more. And that mm. honestly kind of scares me because like, when is it, when is a time where I'm, I'm going to stop wanting more? And it, it's the same for, for people. Like when is a time, like obviously I, you know, I, I'm blessed. I, I never take things for granted, but at the same time, uh-huh. it's like, there's always that, that want to, to make more, to get more, to improve more. Yeah. That's yeah. About myself as well as other people. You wow. know, I was like, when is a time where, okay, I'm, I'm cool now. I'm, I'm good. Like I'm happy. I mean, I am, I am happy, mm-hmm. but I just, mm-hmm. it's more. Yeah. I, I really, I really think it, that's a whole other, like a whole other podcast episode about the ego and society and the pressures of, of social conditioning and how it, if you're actually in that state of uh, it's all is well, I'm fulfilled is good. I'm in the moment. You are actually one of the hardest person, hardest people to control. And it's a crazy thing to think about, but there's a lot of strings being pulled in like a lot of different ways oh, in the grand scheme of things. And frankly, we're not like brought up to be like that. And um, I think that's why we all like deal with that. And something that's really helped me is like getting into spirituality and just um, being present, you know, working with Eckhart Tolle, uh, yeah. read his book power of now um and also having a gratitude practice like having like what are all the positive and loving things that have just came in today like i got a thousand dollars from from the sba today like i got all the like uh my mom came in and got gave me a taco salad like i'll write these things down and like feel good about it because like when you're in that frame oh oh i'm gonna find all these things now to look for to be grateful for it actually changes your whole perspective and really silences that hunger to like go more because it's what is coming out. What's the place is coming out of from it is coming out of a place of this isn't good enough. And, and I, I you know, there's something else out there, but it, yeah. the answer is always within. Yeah. And, and, and I think like, you know, it's, it's like a, there, it's a, it's a, it's a good side to human beings and in the dark side of human beings. Right, it's like it's it's a good side to human beings because that's why we've created buildings. That's why we've yeah. created cities. That's why we we built amazing things. But it's also a dark side to human beings because you know you get people that are depressed even though they're like they're super rich and famous. Yeah, for real. And that, and that shit's real. Yeah, and there's there's a lot lot going into that too. Like there's a lot of pitfalls from there. I'm sure we all know. Yeah. And, um, and I think that's what that's like, you know, for your own self to figure that out. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Well, that's super, super sick, man. I, you know, I really appreciate like you coming on and, and you know, Ken, Ken's someone out here. He's really trying to like, you know, lift the spirits, man. You heard it himself. He's like wanting to change people's lives and that's what makes him do what he does. And, and, um, you know, Ken, is there anything else that you like to say or like how people can find you if they like to learn more about how they can, you know, make some money online or, or, or anything, you know? Yeah, man, absolutely. So like I put a lot of free content, like free valuable content that a lot of people, a lot of gurus will charge money for, yeah. but I just put it out there for free on YouTube. So you yeah, can go to nice. just type in my name, Ken Lamas. Same with Instagram as well. Ken Lamas. Um, I, two L's, I, like, right? Yeah. Just, I mean, all the things I, I talk about, I've experienced my, my, my own self. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I have my own mentorship. I don't really actively sell that, but 
you know, that's really not for everybody. You know, I, I don't sell my mentorship to everybody because it's not for everybody. It's for people who are really serious yeah. about everything with the, with the business. So, I mean, if you just make, want to make a, a few hundred dollars, your first few hundred dollars, go ahead and watch my YouTube videos, watch my Instagram. And that's there that. It is. Come there on, it man. Is. There you go. That's what's up, man. All right, y'all. Thank you all so much for listening. This is Ben Brendan Sick on Creative Living with my guest, Ken Lamas. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your evening, your day, wherever you're at in time. And namaste. Peace out. Thank you. Hey, what's up? It's Brendan. Um, I just wanted to let you know that I do something called custom songs. It's basically where I'll take your story, your message, whether it's your love for your wife, your soon-to-be husband, or your company, your mission statement, and I'll take that and make it into a song and make it the most magical thing you've ever experienced. That's bringing it from the cosmos into a song that will inspire your whole world. And on top of that, I'd like to give you a free consultation on what this song would look like for you. And if that sounds like something that you would be super interested in, just go to my website, besickmusic.com. That's B-S-I-C-K music, M-U-S-I-C.com. There will be a tab called Custom Songs where you can learn more and get that free consultation and surprise, a free album. So go to the website right now, besickmusic.com, and I hope to talk to you very soon.